Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. This is Christy Saul, the co-founder, coming at you live with another episode, ouch, of Post Daily Dose. I just got a splinter on my leg. I'm not going to sit down because, ouch, 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 ouch. So, yeah, it's got a little splinter. <laughs> live and in action. And I'm sorry I'm late today. Um, after work, I came took a little drive with my child and we came over and purchased a, um, a sewing machine because now they make sewing machines where you don't have to use your feet and we didn't know that and so she's been wanting one for a long time so pretty excited that technology is making it possible for someone who does not have use of their uh, functional use I should I guess that's the right term functional use of her legs for her to be able to sew so that's pretty exciting so I apologize that I'm running a little bit late um, but somebody had written in a question through um, Facebook Messenger and so it just made for perfect timing um, and the question had to do with medication and I thought man how perfect what a great what a great thing for us to talk about because it also came up uh, in one of my this one of the support groups that I operate one of the parents was talking a little bit about that and I know a lot of people talking about that topic so let's just talk about it a little bit medication when it comes to uh, medication hey Carrie uh, we're we're on time together today so it's awesome to see you I know a lot of times you're having to watch the replay you probably have something going on around that time so it's good to see you and I see Dawn's watching, I see Joni was watching, I know a few other people are watching, it's good to have you guys here. And again, I'm sorry I'm running a little bit late, but better late than never. So, medication. Um, most medications with relationship to um, mental health and medications to help children usually we're looking for medications to help them feel better we're looking for medications to help manage the behaviors so if we didn't have if behavior is communication and we don't have the behavior we might miss something so there's that thing to think about right if behavior is communication and the only way that this pain this, these traumas get communicated is through um, a behavior, a reaction. If there's a medication that's preventing the behavior because of how it's working in the brain, then we might miss something that we really need to know about our child. We really need to know about a person in our life. So there's that to think about. Um, Many medications, especially psychotropic medications, have not been thoroughly tested on children. So there's that to consider. Um, many medications, especially psychotropic medications, have a, a whole slew of side effects. Um, I know I'm thinking back to times uh, when I had adolescents in my life who were um, prescribed psychotropic medications and you can think of one young lady who um, within a very short period of time um, gained about uh, 40 pounds because of the medicine that she was on um, and it caused her hair to fall out and she was 17 years old and that was really a difficult thing to go through as a 17 year old um, 
medications. Uh, the intent is to support, well, what they do is they, they don't heal. So they're not healing. They're not healing what's going on, but uh, they are um, suppressing. So it suppresses, it suppresses the behavior. So to medicate or not to medicate, that is the question. And it's a tough question. So there's important questions for you to ask yourself as you make the decision, because it's only a decision that you and your family can make. Um, I will also say that there, I have been known to say, uh, somebody around here needs a Valium, but it may be me. <laughs> so sometimes um, it may be that, you know, just because our child is the person who is demonstrating a behavior or whose um, behavior is agitating, is it because that behavior is really so difficult or so inappropriate or is it because I'm really sensitive and I'm stress sensitive and I don't I can't deal with it how many times is medication being recommended because a child isn't able to maintain in a classroom where there's 35 kids and one student you know we just have to it's it's a big question it's a big question and um yeah you got to do your research um you got to do a lot of research so you know i'm not the one to say well you know i you know me i'm online all the time and i'll read 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 and look 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 so i encourage you to do your research just because the doctor hands you a pill doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be the best solution for your child at the same time i have a child who has complex health issues um in fact at one point um borderline um my mind just went blank a borderline diabetic we were able to swap we were able to reverse that we were able to get her blood sugar stabilized by um, changing some things in her diet and by using some supplements so um, specifically alpha lipolic acid is a liver supplement that in some countries they use to help reverse diabetes and so when I found that out and I read that and I read you know 20 articles about it then I was like okay well let's go let's try this I'd much rather try that than this at the same time I, you know I have one mom who was talking about her son now being on medication for the first time he's about 11 years old and he likes it he likes being on the medicine it helps him be able to do the things he wants to do with his peers so how could you deny that, right? How could you say, well, you, you know, you can't take it because, uh, because somebody says, I shouldn't give you medicine. <laughs> you know, how could you, how can you deny something that a child's telling you is helping them? And so it's a complex question. It's a complex question. In most solutions, most families that I talk to, they try medication and most of them say that they are not seeing that great of a difference to make the side effects worth it. So there's that, you know, there's that piece. So, you know, it's, um, I know that um, several families use supplements. Um, I've talked about, you know, the company that I've looked at and that I've been using uh, for my own family that you know, there's several companies out there that you can find online. All you have to do is Google. Um, I'm trying to think how I looked for it. I looked for different ones just so I knew what all was out there. Was to um, Google testing for depression and anxiety through urine because that's what they do. Because all of that, 
all of your serotonin and GABA and glutamine and other things filter through your kidneys and can be tested through your urine. They can do tests that will let you know how different um, neurotransmitters and hormones, how they're doing, and then you can make decisions from that. Here's where I get worried, and I'll just be straight up honest with you. I get worried when somebody goes to a doctor's office, uh, could be a general physician, might be a psychiatrist, um, I had a college professor who put it like this. When you look at the DSM, you look at the diagnostic manual, those statements about something that gets diagnosed in a child are all statements made by the adult world. So then you're taking a child to a doctor and the doctor's listening to what the adults are saying and we gotta be honest with ourselves. And we're not always honest with ourselves, right? I mean, so it's complex. I'm, I'm just gonna sit here, this would be like if I'm just brainstorming, if I'm just sitting on the porch and I'm talking to a friend who asked me that question, these are the things I would say. It's not just easy breezy, it's not just cut and dry. And then a lot of times, once you get into it, it's tweaking this, it's tweaking that. It's like, oh, so you need a, you know, your antidepressant isn't working, so you need this little antidepressant booster and then did it. And then the next thing you know, you're on, you know, as Brian says, four to five to six different medications. Um, so to medicate or not medicate, that's the question. Um, and I'm, you know, I've not researched what's out, you know, in the last five or so years in terms of psychotropic medications. So there may be new things. Um, I'm not saying don't try it. I'm just not, uh, I'm not convinced. I've not seen enough evidence to be convinced that it's going to be the end all be all for everything. It's not like you're just going to be able to give somebody a pill and you're not going to have to parent a child who has trauma. The trauma is still there. The trauma is still there. The impact is still there. Um, can it help some people function in a way that helps them feel better? Yes. Yes, it can. So it's not for me to make a decision. It's not even for me to make a recommendation. And there's probably some things I even missed in my brainstorming. You know, if I was sitting on Zoom with somebody and we were talking this out, they probably have, yeah, what about this? What about, yeah, right about that. What about, you know, what about looking, instead of looking at medication as a first line answer, why not look at it as, okay, so if we look at, do we need to change anything in their diet? Do we need to cut out red? Do we need to cut out some sugar? Do we need to cut out this? Do we need to cut out that? How is our scheduling? Are they overscheduled? Are they underscheduled? How are they doing with the things that we have them being asked to do? Do we need to make changes there? Do, do, we, do we need to make changes in our parenting approach? Do I need to make some changes so that I'm able to meet my child's needs? Am I doing enough time in? Am I flipping my lid? Maybe I'm the one who needs to be on something, so I'm not flipping my lid all the time. I, in fact, had a mom do that. I, in fact, had a mom who said that is such an interesting thought that maybe my anxiety is contributing to the anxiety that my kids are having. So she actually went and got a, a prescription of... Uh, is it Ativan? I can't remember. It's the, it's a anti-anxiety, excuse me, anti-anxiety medication. It only lasts in your system for a couple of hours. So she got a prescription of that and she took it. And lo and behold, she said, I had no idea how much my anxiety was affecting my children. Now, I'm choosing not to continue with the medicine, but using the medicine gave me the insight that yes, in fact, my anxiety 
is creating a lot of anxiety and stress for my family. So I'm going to work on that in other holistic ways. And now that I'm aware, I'm aware. Now that I know what I know, now I know. So there's a lot of comments. Um, so I'm going to read through. Um, Annalisa says, uh, we've done everything to avoid going on psychotropic meds to keep her safe. Um, where there is a, where there is a risk, there must be a choice. Absolutely. Uh, what about DNA testing? I've asked about that. I don't know so much about DNA testing and I did get sidetracked actually mid thought while I was talking. Here's one of the things that gripes me. Okay. So you go into the doctor's office and when the doctor is listening to the parent or adults or teachers, those reports about this child. And so everything that the doctor's getting is coming from the lens of the adult world. And that is important because is it because I'm stressed? Maybe I'm the one who's trying to do too much. And if I wasn't trying to do so much, then maybe I would have more patience, more tolerance, more time, more understanding for my child. And the other part about that that gripes me is when we're not asking, we're not talking, we're not doing any testing. We're not, psychiatrists aren't doing any, sorry, there's a big truck driving through the parking lot. They're not doing a urine test to see what levels of serotonin and GABA and glutamine are, might be. They're not using labs. They're not doing labs to see what are, where are we, what's our starting point. Um, and so that, that really concerns me. So then it's just like, okay, well here, we'll just start with this dose. And if this dose doesn't work, then let me know in a week or two and we'll change the dose. And then it's just like all this, you know, you know, just like throwing darts and, you know, I'm not hitting the bullseye. So I'm just going to keep throwing darts at it till finally, I finally maybe come across the, the magic formula. And then just when I hit the magic formula, my child goes through a growth spurt or a hormone change because they're in flux. And so then what, you know, we're just on and on and on. So it's a, you know, I'm telling you, it's a big deal. It's a lot to ask. It's a big question to ask. I don't know about DNA testing, Annalisa, so I can't really speak to that. The only testing I'm aware of is uh, knowing that in the adult world of certain psychotropic medications that they use blood labs to make sure there's not toxicity. That's a real thing. And I also know that there can be testing done with urine. And um, Caitlin said it really helped my guy uh, with his self-esteem. Excellent. I'm glad. I'm so glad. Um, I'm a big supporter of med medicating, but medicating with a plan, figuring out the sweet spot where you get maximum benefit. <clears throat> with minimal side effects when I worked in juvenile system for boys home I was at uh, I was at, at at a great job listening to the boys and tracking everything to find optimal quality of life and minimal medications I know when we operated the group home obviously several of those um, young men came in with medications some of them wanted to continue and some of them wanted to get off of the medications because they felt like it made them feel drugged and so for people who wanted to get off the medications we were able to do that and we were able to maintain them in the community in a home that was family-like i mean i know we had staff and we had fresh people in every 12 hours and that makes a big difference because now i have fresh adults being able to be adults and that's a big deal see that's the thing i just keep coming back to that don't i that's a really big thing so um let's see i've called my doctor to up mine and still no effect um we had our daughter 
uh, we had our daughter speak to our daughter before adding a mild anti-anxiety MES before bed a uh, psychologist and GP communicated so what I hear you guys saying is that you're thinking about it you're talking to your children about it you're talking to their therapists about it um, and that's good but you also need to get online and look for medical journals it's not that difficult to find medical level journals I know it can be hard but even reading even if you just read the side effects you know that printout sheet that you get when you get your medicine filled read the side effects and if there are other health issues you know if there's any history of kidney issues or any history of liver issues or you know any of those kinds of things and you definitely want to be mindful and aware because everything is filtered through the kidneys and through the liver so preserving those organs for the lifespan because that's a that's like that is so so such a big deal such a big deal so I don't uh, I didn't come on tonight to give you an answer uh, but to throw out a lot of things for you all to think about and so um, it's certainly a decision I think that many many families are up against and asking themselves and so hopefully maybe you guys can make a little list of things you know a list of things that I said and other things that you think about as you are trying to make that decision um, talk with your spouse about it talk with your child about it um, if they're if they're of an age to be able to have the conversation I think it's ultimately important ultimately respectful that you be including them in that and remember that many of the uh, in many of the things that we're looking at using medication to help with before we had psychotropic medications those things were managed with diet amino acids and supplements of various various types and so doing that piece of research as well understanding that you can have uh, you can take GABA there's oral oral liquid sublingual under the tongue forms of GABA 5-HT 5-HTP uh, glutamine uh, there's there's medications supplements that you can take uh, to help clean up your gut because your serotonin is created in your gut and so you're not you got to be able to understand that how the body's functioning all together and then look at whether or not you want to go a medical pharmaceutical route or whether or not there might be supplements to try first so I'm always one of those you know the, the least invasive we can go first and give it four to six weeks to see if you're seeing any benefits and then make changes from there and so I hope there's something in that I see so many comments and I want to tell you guys how much I appreciate your knowledge I appreciate when we share experiences it can help us all so much it can help us all grow and learn and kind of weigh things out for ourselves and try to decide what's going to be the best pathway for us to take so one thing that we do know one thing that everybody has been in agreement on and that is that one very clear pathway for helping to create changes in our mind-body system is relationship relationship is a pathway for healing safe loving relationship over time creates changes in the brain level so if you've not already done so today you press pause on everything everything like literally everything put your phone down just put it in a drawer leave it where you don't where you can't even get to it <laughs> go give yourself five or ten minutes get your heart in that position 
And remember what we came into this for. We came into this because we had love to share with a child that you felt like needed it. And that love has great healing properties. So you press pause on everything, put your phone away, and go give them your undivided attention, 100% of your heart. Pour love into them, 30 minutes to an hour. Let them lead, let them create, let them tell you what to play in the pre pretend game. Go shoot some hoops, go play some catch, go play chase, go play a makeup game, go lay in the grass and watch the clouds float by. Whatever it looks like in your family, the love that you share with them literally creates changes in the brain. Powerful, powerful changes. So with that, much love to you guys. In any given moment, we can act out of our blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. We can take one to two to three deep breaths and we can choose love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed evening. We'll see you all tomorrow.